Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Scott from Oak Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. We have so much to cover today, so I want to jump right into it. We're going to be covering everything going on with Trump and the war going on between him and Twitter and all the other social media platforms. We're still waiting for the executive order to drop. It's supposed to come today, uh, and the order is supposed to outline exactly how Trump is going to take on these companies with a censorship and all that good stuff. So we got that going on. We have everything going on with George Floyd and how he was killed in uh, Michigan. I, think, I believe it was just yesterday. And that whole entire situation, how the media has turned this into a race war again. And of course, all the Q drops and all that to cover today. So we have so much to cover, like I said. But I want to start out with a video. A video of George Floyd himself that is not in any of the mainstream outlets. And it's just him talking about a young generation that is clearly lost. There is some language in this video, so just a heads up. If you don't want to hear it, that's fine. Skip through the intro. But we're going to hear from the man himself talking about how a young generation is clearly lost. And the way this man is being painted in the, in the mainstream media is just completely wrong. Everyone that I know is on George Floyd's side. And the cop that killed him should be should be in prison for the rest of his life. And anyone that had any involvement in this should be prosecuted to the fullest extent. So I want everyone to watch this video of this man speaking on his opinion of the younger generation. And then I'll see you guys at the other end of the intro. Take a watch. Our young generation is clearly lost, man. Clearly lost, man. Like, like I don't even know what to say no more, man. Like, you youngsters just going around, just busting guns in crowds, kids getting killed, you know, and it's clearly the generation after us, man, that's so lost, man. You know, man, I came at the Houston and the nigga told me, yeah, Floyd, that young nigga the truth, man, right there, because he could bust a gun. Man, I knew it was crazy. Then a nigga my age saying this here, man, you know what I'm saying? And condoning this shit, bro, you know what I'm saying? And like half them young niggas shooting them guns, go home and they knees shaking at night. But they don't show it to nobody because, you know, they ain't tough then. Hey, man, come on home, man. One day it's going to be you and God. You going up or you going down. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be it. And any nigga don't like this message, especially the nigga my age, man, fuck you right now. My heart hurts. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All right. So we heard from the man himself. We're going to get into all this, guys. We have so much to talk to. Let's get the shameless plugs out of the way. If everyone can, go to the YouTube Woke Society's YouTube page. Like, share, subscribe, comment. Tell your friends and family about this channel. We are the news now. We're at 37.6 subscribers. Let's get to that 40,000, guys. We have two days to do it. We can do it. I believe we'll do it. Let's do it. If you guys want to go to the Patreon, to become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, $12 a year, or you can you can check out my tiered sales here and become a super fan of the show. If that's not cool enough, go to my Book Society's Bitshoot channel as a backup channel. 
and I post all my stuff in case YouTube takes us down. And of course, the wokesocize.com webpage where you guys can find all my podcasting links, all that good stuff. And of course, if you hit the store button, you're going to be brought to all my products here with all the woke and Q swag that you can imagine. And of course, all my shirts. And ladies, I just want to point it out real quick. I have a V-neck for you. It's been heard. You were heard. And we added to the store. So there you go. All right. Let's get into the content, shall we? So where do we want to start? So this whole entire thing with George Floyd, I want to start out with that today because this is it's something of the deep state's playbook that we've we've come accustomed to, that I've come accustomed to within the year. You're all me and my friends, the other anons that I talk to, we're all of the same mindset that as the coronavirus coverage and we're the coronavirus coverage and as we're starting to come out of this. Not that we're going back to normal anytime soon, but as far as the worst of it, as far as the lockdowns, it seems we are starting to make some headway. But we are always we are always in the same, or always in agreement that as this was going to happen, there was going to be some kind of event. Something was going to happen where it was going to shift the nation's attention to something completely violent, a, a riot, a protest, and sure enough, sure enough, we got one, and it happened yesterday. Now, I want to show you a a quick thread here from Tracy Beans in a video. This man here is Al Green, and he's talking about his quote here in this this uh, tweet from Breaking 911. It says, if black lives mattered as much as white lives, Mr. George Floyd would still be breathing. If black lives mattered as much as white lives, Ahmoud Arbery would have just finished his jog. And Tracy Beans says in response to this, okay, now it's clear they have moved into start a race war territory and she continues to say, I mean, when you've had a presidential candidate who has insulted an entire voting demographic with racism, she's talking about Joe Biden here. What better than exploiting a horrific tragedy to try to remind us those people, those people just where they belong. These people think you are stupid. And she's absolutely right. The left is using the death of a man to once again polarize the entire country with lies and nonsense. It makes me sick to see this, but this is where we are. They tried to make the officer a Trump supporter and used a picture that wasn't him for the entire day. Wake up. And we're going to get into that. And I'm going to show everybody now that missed this yesterday because there was so much information being spread everywhere by celebrities, Hollywood, liberal hacks, everybody. And we're going to get into that. But this is where we're at with this. Obviously... No one's justifying this cop. Everybody that I have talked to in regards to George Floyd have all been on the same page. The man was ruthlessly killed. This cop had his knee on this man's neck for, according to the stories, for over eight minutes straight. It's on video. The man had his knee in the dude's neck. You can hear George say, I can't breathe. Please get off. And the man died. I believe in the original video, which I'm obviously not going to play. He was already unconscious in the video. He probably died before he got into the ambulance. But either way... This has turned into a full-out race war now, and the problem is nobody said nobody brought up race before. Nobody brought up race before until the mainstream media got their hands on it. Everybody that I talked to, white, black, Latino, Chinese, it doesn't matter. We were all on the same page that this man was ruthlessly killed, and it was wrong, and this cop should be prosecuted and put in, and put in prison and anyone else that was involved with this. So let's just get that out of the way out now. No one's defending this cop, but the problem is now, look what it's turned into. The moment this happened, these representatives, Congress, not Congress, but Democratic representatives, the liberal hacks and mainstream media on Twitter all went to Twitter and they started 
the entire race conversation. This is what they always do. And the reason why I want to show you Tracy Bean's tweet there is because she makes a good point. Funny timing of how this happened between the coronavirus coverage starting to wane a little bit. We have Joe Biden with his comments about you ain't black. Totally shot himself in the foot with the black community on that one. And it's almost like this is damage control. Now, I'm not saying that this this event of this cop killing George Floyd was completely planned. I'm not saying that. Stuff happens all the time. And don't get me wrong, the deep state does look for situations like this and they pounce on it and then they either send people on the ground to stir up trouble, paid people with video cameras to cause problems just to get a narrative out to the public and those certain people get picked up by mainstream outlets and then they have their narrative run wild. And of course, it takes away from where we should be looking at as far as coverage and what's really going on as far as censorship, everything going on with Obamagate. The coronavirus stuff is starting to wane, so let's shift the narrative to, for the nation to look at something else. And it just took over. And we're going to see right here, this is from the Daily Caller. This is, again, Daily Caller uh, says these are Black Lives Matter protesters. There's no way I can verify that, but they are saying that. But Black Lives Matter protesters attack, a pol attack police cars on the 101 freeway in L.A. during a protest against the death of, of, of George Floyd. This was in L.A. This wasn't even in the state where it happened. But again, this is what it's turned into, and it went to L.A., and look, just watch. It's crazy. Completely surrounding the cop car, and they just smashed out the back windshield. There's people riding on the, uh, on the cop car, and one dude falls off, and he's just laying on the ground. It didn't look like a hard drop. Uh, who knows? He could. These people might know they're on camera. And the second cop pulls up to the guy that was downed. There's people punching the windows, kicking the windows, and someone puts a board through the back windshield, and then the cop just flies off. And as the day was going on, we were seeing more and more of these videos ramp up, right? But that's one I want to show you in just a moment. But it started out with Target, I believe. It started out with Target, and as the day progressed into the night, Target was getting looted, and then it turned into AutoZone. And let me just play this. So it's just pictures and videos of chaos. This is supposedly all in regards to the George Floyd death. And my thing is what I say about with all this, these protesters protesting and rioting is, is completely different. They are not the same thing. And what was happening here, they use this as an excuse to go after businesses because I don't under, I never understand this. If people are so hurt and a community is so hurt, why do those people of the community go into the businesses of that community that had nothing to do with it and destroy those businesses? It doesn't make sense. There's no justification for this. George Floyd was killed. He should have never been killed. The way it happened was completely terrible. There's no justification in that. And the people that were involved, as I said multiple times, these police officers should be thrown in prison for the rest of their lives. But that does not justify going into businesses and completely destroying businesses. These are the people that we see that are saying paid by Soros, Antifa. These people, not saying that any of these people are. There's no sauce to back that up. But this is these are where those stories come from. And I'm sure some of them are, but there's no way for us to prove it. No way for me to prove it myself. But it was really interesting to see this video, though. 
because there were some uh, patriots out there protecting businesses, and I want you guys to watch this. This was pretty cool. So, tell me who you are. Well, I mean, free Americans, yeah. And what are you doing today? Uh, For the guys in the podcast, there's two big guys here with looks like um, assault rifles. Don't know if they're ARs or not, but they're standing in front of a business here. It looks like uh, protecting a business of anybody that's trying to loot them. Out here yesterday, too, uh, down on the original protest site. So basically, you've seen the records that cops keep. And cops are a lot less likely to try and tread on people's rights when there's other armed Americans with them. So we figured it's about damn time that some, or at least I figure that it's about damn time some heavily armed rednecks stood with fellow citizens. And why are you protecting this store? Well, I mean, this wasn't exactly a specimen yeah. action. We, we, we we've been kind of, so well, we just kind of ended up here. We, we've been moving around and just trying to see what see what's what without getting necessarily completely slapped by massive groups of people. And uh, while we were walking, somebody mentioned that there were some guys at the back of us actually wanted to know if they were over to go buy something. And uh, they said that they're, they're they're closed and they're defending their businesses. Oh yeah, Target's on fire. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. But and anyway, so we heard that we're like, well, we, we better we better kid. You heard that? He just said, "Wow, Target's on fire." Yeah, they started with Target first from the first videos that we saw. I don't know if there was other businesses that were involved. I'm sure there were, but started with Target, then it went to AutoZone. But how awesome it was to see! He said, "Crazy redneck civilians with guns are protecting other businesses because they know in situations like this, police tend to trend lightly on other people's rights when they know they are armed as well." So fantastic to see some citizens here arming up. Totally legal and just standing in front of businesses saying pretty much don't come this way. You don't want to mess with this business. There's going to be problems. It was great to see never advocating violence on this channel, but it was just nice seeing patriots like that um, displaying their rights and protecting businesses and just, you know, being some kind of a light in a very, very dark situation. But this is what we were seeing. It was progressively getting worse and it was all over. It, it was just terrible to see. It was oh, It's awful to see, but some people were sending me these. I'm not going to get into this, but there was a lot of questions, a lot of misinformation that I just want to show everybody about George Floyd. And this is from Mike Bravo. He said, I got some questions about this. Hashtag George Floyd incident. The car and the restaurant footage doesn't match the one he was killed behind, and the cops that killed him are not the ones that arrested him. And there are some pictures here of angles and the description of the police vehicles. I didn't really want to dig into this. There wasn't really any other sauce that I could find on this. But either way, it doesn't take away the fact that George Floyd was killed and it was horrendous. He should have never been killed. The cop should have gotten off his neck and just arrested the man. I don't even know what he was arrested for, to be honest. I have no idea. And I saw some earlier videos of him not even resisting arrest. He was pretty calm, but we know how that goes. Unfortunately, this happened. And the, the fake news just spread like wildfire. So this is where I want to begin on that. Because I saw Ice Cube. I commented on Ice Cube. There was multiple celebrities, Hollywood celebrities, entertainers, and liberal hacks that just jumped on this bandwagon. So this was the first fake news article that I was able to see. And Andy Joe said it right here. This was the picture of the cop. On the left, and as you can see here on the right, this is another picture of a different man. His name is Derek Chauvin. Now, I am not defending either of these men, and the reason why I'm saying this now, this guy, Derek Chauvin, is supposedly a, a known troll um, against Trump, and that is what he does. He's known for this on Twitter. Now, it was being compared yesterday 
I don't think he had anything to do with this, but his pitcher got involved and people were saying this pitcher of the, of him, this Derek Chauvin was this cop here. And that was not the case. And even this hat that says make whites great again, this was completely photoshopped and debunked within an hour. And I know a bunch of people, and you can even see this is this is what started the war here with Trump. And you can see here, uh, Twitter actually put manipulated media underneath this picture, finally censoring something that should actually be censored because it's fake news. But again, this is what was being painted. They were trying so hard to paint this guy as a Trump supporter, and it gets worse. This is from the Kate, uh, the Kate Awakening. She was on top of this too, and she was even doing a countdown for how long Ice Cube was keeping the tweet up that had this fake news on it. And you could tell in the, the ratio comments in, in Ice Cube's tweet, it was unbelievable, and the man still kept it up. So therefore, as more and more as the days go by, more and more of these people I used to respect, they just write down. Don't completely separate. Don't want anything to do with you people, your music, your entertainment, nothing, because you are part of the problem. Ice Cube was fueling this race problem when it had nothing to do with race and nothing to do with race, maybe in the cop's mind, but everyone that I know, like I said before, totally on George Floyd's side, there was no race didn't have to get involved. But again, we have the Democrats pandering. So this is what the mainstream media will focus on. The Kate awakening. She said, this is a picture here. This article, what you guys are seeing here was another attempt at people trying to say that these, these cops here that killed George Floyd were, on one of Trump's stages for one of his rallies, and that also got quickly debunked. And right here, Kate does a quote here in her tweet, says, none of the four Minneapolis police officers fired following the death of George Floyd were present at President Donald Trump's campaign rally in Minneapolis last October. Photo of officer on stage at Trump rally, not officer involved in Floyd's death. And now you see what's happening. There was a really fast push to make these people Trump supporters, and even Ice Cube said it himself, you see, you people, this is your, this is one of yours, and that was in quotes, one of yours as a Trump supporter being a racist police officer killing another black man. And you just saw it spread like wildfire. They are so desperate to paint us in a negative light, and we're seeing it, and we, we kiboshed it within hours. And these people still kept those tweets up knowingly knowing it was fake. And there was another tweet of another celebrity, which I didn't get because she deleted it. But she said she she realized it was fake, but she still it has to do something with Trump still. We have to make sure this is – she wrote this out, and I, I wish I screenshot it. But these are the attempts that we're seeing. Absolutely crazy. And this is from Deanne Lorena tweet here. She said, Joe Biden has his awful racist moment last week and loses half the black vote in about a minute. The next week, we have two major police incidents and massive looting. Democrats pander to the voters they just lost. I am not a conspiracy theorist, but the timing is convenient. And that's the thing. That's the, that's, that's the whole point I'm bringing up. We go from COVID-19 coverage to literally no shootings, no events, no bad events happening, no riots, no nothing. And even with the stay-at-home orders, as this stuff is starting to wane down, we have this incident. Now riots are happening in Minneapolis. And then it gets translated to L.A. And then we have this whole thing. And now we have a race war. And it's going to be nonstop coverage of the whole situation and all this that's happening. But she brings up a good point. The timing is convenient with everything that happened with Joe Biden and what he said. Just something to think about. And speaking of Joe Biden, this is a five-second clip. Wanted to throw this in there. And uh, 
supposedly it sounded like Joe Biden was taking a fart here on live television. And uh, this, I don't even know what news network is, but it doesn't matter. Let's take a watch here. And this is just hilarious. Stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost programs? Uh, or stop work on roads and bridges. So you heard that, right? A little uh, release of the gas there. <laughs> and you see, this is uh, Tom Wolf here from Pennsylvania. And you see his face react to it like, what the hell is that? I'm going to play it again. What does the human cost programs? Uh, or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost? Uh, it's absolutely hilarious. And guys, at this point, I am almost completely convinced that he is self-sabotaging. Self Every single time this man gets on camera or speaks, there is something to take away from it to completely destroy him. And I don't even think he's trying at this point. I really don't. These situations keep happening and the PR team must want to blow they they must want to blow their brains out. Like, dude, just 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 list, just go along with the script, man. Stop saying things that way. It's just like I I don't know. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. But good point here from John Murderhorn Cardillo said, Hey Democrats, if you're const if you're constant constituents can riot and loot they can show up on election day just saying and yeah i would have to agree on that we see all these people gathering together but god forbid if we need to go vote for a president not a big deal we can't do that in person right it's all horseshit we all know it so moving on i wanted to get that out of the way get that kiboshed so everyone knows we're on the same page with george floyd and everything going on with that we'll have to keep a watch as to what happens to those police officers we know they were fired but we're going to see if they're actually charged hopefully justice is served so what is going on with this twitter war what happened what happened with jack where did all this start where is this executive order coming from well we got a tweet here from potus himself talking and he said big tech is doing everything in their very considerable power to censor in advance of the 2020 election, if that happens, we no longer have our freedom. I will never let it happen. They tried hard in 2016 and lost. Now they are going absolutely crazy. Stay tuned. So what warranted Trump? What, what was the final straw? Well, and again, this, oh yeah, this is another tweet. This was uh, four hours ago. This will be a big day for social media and fairness, and we're still waiting to see what that is. This entire situation happened with Jack, and this was his decision. And Jack just wanted to give Americans clarity as to what his reason was for putting the fact checker on Trump's tweets about mail-in ballots. This is where it all started. Trump put out a tweet saying mail-in ballots are fraudulent. We all know this. I've talked about it on the show multiple times. And just like I showed you guys here with the explanation point, I'll see if I can find it again so you guys can just see it. This right here, this right here said underneath Trump's tweet, the real facts about mail-in ballots. So it was pretty much undermining what the president was saying and casting doubt on it and a link to fact checkers that Twitter has. And guess who Twitter uses as their fact checkers? You guys are going to get a laugh at this. They use CNN, Washington Post, and I believe the third one was New York Times. Whatever the third one was is a fake news outlet. But either way, the first one listed is CNN and Washington Post. Those are the fact checkers that are fact checking the president. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. The these, uh, yeah, can't make it up. So you guys see that you guys see the point. So this is where it all started. But Jack just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. And I'm going to read what he said here. Fact check. There is someone ultimately accountable for our actions as a company, and that's me. Well, thanks, Jack. We like we didn't know this already. Please leave our employees out of this. Hell no. 
We'll continue to point out incorrect or disputed information about elections globally, and we will admit to and own mistakes we make. This does not make us an arbiter of truth. Our intention is to connect the dots of conflicting statements and show the information in dispute so people can judge for themselves. More transparency from us is critical so folks can clearly see the why behind our actions. Per our civic integrity and policy, the tweets yesterday may mislead, mislead people into thinking they don't need to register to get a ballot. Only registered voters receive ballots. We're updating the link on Real Donald Trump's tweet to make this more clear. Thank you so much, Jack, for clearing that up for us. Is that really what you were trying to do? You were so worried about Americans being misled about not having to register to vote. Uh, but originally, when you put out the notification underneath uh, Trump's tweet, that wasn't that wasn't said at all. That wasn't said at all. It was pretty much undermining saying what Trump is saying is misleading and not not the case at all, and that mail-in ballot fraud it does not exist. That's what he was saying. But Jack here is clarifying that, no, that's not what we were saying. We just wanted to make sure Americans knew. We wouldn't want them to think that they don't need to register to get a ballot and only registered voters receive ballots. And we're updating the link. He's full of shit. Completely full of it. And now he's backtracking. But this, ladies and gentlemen, was the straw that broke the camel's back and why people, me and myself, have been just screaming at the top of our lungs, please, can this administration please come crashing down on social media? We need a level playing field. We haven't had a level playing field since Obama took office on the internet. The internet has not been the same. It slowly started and now it's turned into this cesspool of liberal dominated social media agendas. And we are conservatives. It never made sense to me why they would do this. So there's got to be money involved. Why would platforms like Facebook, Twitter, why would they alienate probably about half of their user base? If it had nothing, it doesn't logically make sense as a business model. So there's got to be more reasons. And it's usually about money and narratives and who people are aligned with. And we're seeing that come out now. So as this news was breaking, that Twitter was going to now do fact checking on presidents, world leaders. We find out who the fact checking department is run by. And you guys are going to laugh at this as well. So who checks Twitter's POTUS? This is from DailyMail.com. Uh, UK. Who checks Twitter's POTUS fact checker? Bias head of Twitter site integrity. That's what they call it. Twitter's site integrity has previously called the president a racist tangerine. The administration Nazis and compared Kellyanne to Joseph Gobelis. And we're going to see. So guys, this is the man that is in charge of fact checking tweets. And he has a history with our president here. And I'm going to show you guys. It's a quick example. So this is Yoel Roth. Yo, yo, yell, yo, yell, whatever the hell this Twitter tag is. It says, this is him. The you are not the kind of feminist backlash to yesterday's marches has begun. Did we learn nothing from this election? And it said, he says, yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. So we have this man, Yoel Roth, calling Trump a Nazi. And he says, I'm just saying we fly over those states that voted for a racist tangerine for a reason. So here we are. We have these liberal i can't want to say it so bad a bad word these liberal people living in silicon valley talking about the midwestern states middle of america obviously taking shots at them but also calling trump a racist tangerine which is funny because these statements scream racism they themselves are racist when they say things like this and this is why it's almost funny 
But guys, this man right here, the one you're seeing, the one I'm showing you is the man that's doing the fact checking on the president. You think he's going to be completely unbiased and have a totally objective view when it comes to deciding what tweets get put out and which ones get checked and all that other stuff? Of course not. Of course not. This is why us the people have been screaming we need change because it's a joke. It's a slap to the face and these media companies keep saying we are all about free speech. We're all about this. It's completely fair. It's unbiased. And we know they're just lying to their faces. And it's just funny. I wanted to throw this out there from Truth Hammer. Great tweet. This is top shelf. Why does Twitter have an integrity department? Isn't that like having Jeffrey Epstein babysit your 13-year-old daughter? <laughs> uh, it's just fantastic. I had to throw that out there just to get a laugh. Because this stuff is deep. It's disgusting. It's negative. But we need to laugh a little bit, right? All right. So I want to throw this thread out here from Brendan Sir Hublife, and we'll get in some articles of just some of the negative press of the social media that all mounted on every platform. And then we'll get into the Q drops and we'll wrap this show up. So we have Brendan Dilly here talking about Americans. This is a thread here, and I thought this was perfect. Americans are severely underestimating what an executive order regarding social media censorship means to the country. For the last four plus years, Silicon Valley has run a highly sophisticated, heavy handed, authoritarian style psyop on the American public. They've created digital ghettos by which it's nearly impossible to escape. In doing so, they created echo chambers on both sides of the aisle. They've manipulated views, likes, retweets, follows, unfollows, and diminished legitimate means of tracking influence. An executive order banning censorship will be like blowing up the entire matrix in real time. Digital warriors, memers, centrists, psycho-liberals, and everything in between will see one another for the first time in years. Democrats should be scared to death. And they should be because they will lose this fight. Our train is bigger than their measly train. We have so many digital warriors with meme. just we can't be stopped, and they know that. That's why the playing field has, hasn't been the same. Hasn't been on the same level for years. They haven't won an honest election nor public opinion without censorship in over a decade. This is the holy grail of restoring the internet to pre-Obama freedom levels. Influencers, corporations, users, politicians, and shareholders will see firsthand all of the effery. If this executive order is proven effective, you will see a landslide, the likes of which you can't even begin to imagine come November. You will see a cultural shift that will accelerate at breakneck speed. Rejoice, ready your meme cannons, tonight we dine in hell. And it's just really cool to see because he paints a perfect picture of what's to come, and I've been saying it for a long time. The moment we are given a level playing field, a new age of media will begin. You're seeing with channels like mine and all the others that are out there. We are waiting. We already have established audiences. We just... all. The amount of engagement we get is can easily, easily topple the mainstream media now. And with a level playing ground, it'll just open the floodgates. And here we are. Here we are. We will be the news now for real. We already are, but it'll be cemented. We will not have to sleep with one eye open at night, looking at our phones, hoping our platform didn't get, hoping our channels, whatever it is, didn't get to platform because that's what we're facing now. So it was great to see, but... Just to go over some headlines, I want you guys to see. This was all just yesterday. Terrible press for big tech and social media. Arizona sues Google over allegations that illegally tracked Android smartphone user locations. This could have something to do with contact tracing, but still very negative press on Google. And it's not the first time that Google has done this. Facebook's been involved with spying scandals, giving people's information out to third-party vendors without them knowing. It's terrible stuff. And again, it's coming out to the light. 
And as we keep going here, James O'Keefe talking about Twitter is not only trying to make the shitty people disappear, they are outright shadow banning users along partisan lines. Don't believe me, hear it for yourself. Let me see how long this clip One is. Strategy is shadow ban so, that so this is an older video. James O'Keefe has been on the front line of this for a while and he's just been retweeting older videos of when he infiltrated Twitter. And this was a video about a Twitter software engineer talking about how they go out of their way to shadow ban conservatives. I'll play the clip here. You have ultimate control. The idea of a shadow ban is that you ban someone but they don't know they've been banned because they keep posting but no one sees their content. So they just think that no one's engaging with their content when in reality no one's seeing it. You just sort of turn off all of the features. I'm not going to keep playing. The audio on that video is terrible because they're outside and it sounds like cars are driving by in the rain. But pretty much this is talking about how shadow banning works, what it is. And this is a this is a confession on camera because, again, this man does not know he's being filmed. He says it straight up. We're shadow banning. It happens. People think they're just not getting engagement. They are. It's just their post can't be seen by anybody and the user has no idea that it's happening. We know this to be true. Again, James O'Keefe is throwing, throwing fuel in the fire. That is the social media platforms right now, just adding to it. We already know this, but again, to add more context. So this is from PragerU. This is great. If you guys didn't see this, Zuckerberg, he was also on this morning with some other media outlets talking about how tech companies should not be deciding truth, which is absolutely laughable. Again, this man right here has fact checkers, the same fact checkers from U.S. News, um, the mainstream using mainstream media outlets to fact check stories, shut down groups, delete posts. But listen to what he said here. This is disgusting. Twitter decided for the first time ever to fact check one of President Trump's tweets. I'm wondering if you thought that the Twitter may have made the wrong decision here. We have a different policy, I, I think, than Twitter on this. You know, I, I just believe strongly that uh, that Facebook shouldn't be. Uh, the arbiter of truth of everything that people say online. Um, I think in general, private companies probably shouldn't be, or especially these platform companies, shouldn't be in the position of, of, of doing that. Shouldn't be in the position of doing that. And then as that, as he's saying that, Prager, you just said, at Facebook, just said Twitter, shouldn't be the arbiter of truth online by fact-checking Trump's tweets. However, Facebook just flagged our page and reduced our reach after using third-party fact-checkers. So is it only okay when Facebook does it? And no... Knowing uh, me personally, I still have a Facebook and I use the QAnon groups that are formed there because they're great for getting your getting your channel out there, spreading news, spreading uh, just good content. And they're being attacked and shut down every single day. Every single day. I have problems uploading YouTube links to these groups. It'll say just not working right now or there's a problem with the website. It happens almost every single week. There's shadowy behind the back snake stuff happening that facebook is doing too but it's funny you have mark zuckerberg here and of course we've seen these we've seen jack we've seen these people talk oh no it's completely fair everything's good don't worry about it we, you know playing playing in the middle when we know damn straight what's really going on so this terrible terrible press and it gets worse for twitter twitter was caught hiring a chinese communist party linked ai expert who wanted to hide secret weapon contracts and just a quick read here it says the news comes as twitter begins to alter president trump's twitter feed to suit narratives that are likely to impede his re-election dr feifei has been described as one of google as one of the google scientists who led the company's efforts to build its china ai operations and during her tenure at the digital media giant the company began cooperating with a leading artificial intelligence research body at Tinshua 
whatever university, a prestigious Chinese academic institution that also conducts AI research for the Chinese military. And look, now she's at Twitter. You think that's a conflict of interest? So you have Twitter here shadow banning and censoring American citizens, American citizens, American company. But yet we have Twitter here pandering to Chinese narratives, Chinese hiring Chinese people. Not that Chinese people are wrong by any means, but hiring Chinese government officials that had um, doings with building China's AI, AI operations, like the one that tracks everything they literally do. Completely big brother shit that no one wants here in the States. But people like that are working at Twitter. And this just got revealed. Are you kidding me? This is no better than YouTube saying anyone that doesn't agree with the who or their or their agenda, their their content's going to get deleted. This is the same shit. It's the same. It's the same thing. So all these negative uh, things coming out. And again, this is from JD Durkin talking about demanding Google to provide information about censorship. Talking about the YouTube comments. And this is just this in regards to this story here. Um, YouTube was deleting. They said it was an error, of course. Anything that said anything against anti-Chinese Communist Party phrases. They were deleting comments within 20 seconds, and they said it was an error, and they're trying to fix it up. Um, this is just some of the reading from that and all that good stuff. But again, just showing more negative press of the big of mainstream media. So that is that, and that's what we're currently dealing with right now. Um, I haven't looked at my phone yet. I don't know. And of course, <laughs> Q dropped four times since I started this, so I'm going to have to refresh this. But anyways, speaking of Q... We'll see if that executive order dropped. I don't know if it did yet. I don't have time to look during the recording, but either way, it's going to come out today. So let's get into the Q drop, shall we? The first one I want to get into is 4328. It's all about the election. The virus is just the ruse to push for fraudulent mail by vote by mail. And it's a link here to Speaker Pelosi talking about this. Was this ever about the health and well-being of people? Was this ever about the virus or was this about the election? And of course... I don't even know if I want to play it for you guys because Nancy's Pelosi talking. She's just talking about how, you know what? Let's the see. fact is, as a for- it's a minute long. I can't. I just can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, it's just Q pointing out the fact that is this election about is this pandemic about the virus or the election? We know the answer to this. Forty three twenty nine. Now this hits home. Cuomo granted immunity to nursing home executives after big money campaign donation. And it says here, Q writes, if, ed- if elderly most at risk, known, known knownly, why order COVID-19 positive patients back into nursing homes, hospital capacity, USNS comfort capacity, ignorant A or deliberate B, accountability options outside other than ballot box. And this set me over the edge yesterday. I had to, I had to take a step back. Being in New York, know, knowing how corrupt Cuomo is, this man here took donations right here, received more than $1 million from Greater New York Hospital Associations, and they're a lobbying group for hospital systems, which now own nursing homes. And the worst part about this is, on May 10th, and amid increasing criticism, Cuomo issued a new directive stating that hospitals cannot send patients back to nursing homes in the state unless they tested negative for the virus, but that's not what was happening. Cuomo was pushing patients that were had, had COVID pushing them into nursing homes. I saw this firsthand in a nursing home that I was working in in Rockland County, which one was one of my accounts. And I saw this actually happening firsthand. It was terrible. The most vulnerable people that could get the virus, they were putting them in direct contact with people that already had it, just sending these people to their deathbeds. And the worst part about it here is 
This is a budget provision of what Cuomo did. He was giving these nursing home executives and people that own them. He says, these officials shall have immunity from any liability, civil or criminal, for any harm or damage alleged to have been sustained as a result of an act or omission in the course of arranging for and providing health care services to deal with the outbreak. He gave these nursing homes provisions to keep them from being sued, from not being held liable, for killing these people. Now, I'm saying it completely just out there. That's not how he would word it. But the worst part is here, this order that Cuomo put into action, it's deleted. It got deleted off his website, but but it's still being enacted. And of course, this is just what he was talking about in the second link here. New York Health website deletes Cuomo's order linked to nursing home fatalities. Why would they delete that? Why would he delete that? So Q is asking, was this deliberate or was he just stupid? I'm thinking more deliberate. Because there were deals made, there was money exchanged, and this is the order. This is what was deleted. Good thing the internet's forever, and the Wayback Machine was able to pull this up. And you could see here, this is the specific order, and right at the top, Andrew M. Cuomo on March 25th directing nursing homes to take COVID patients. And the whole order's there. Absolutely disgusting. And who knows if he'll ever be held accountable, but Q is again pointing out, Again, this is all about the ballot box. 4330, your voice and your vote are what matters most. Your voice and your vote are what matters most. Witnessing attempts to remove both. Censorship, fascism, authoritarian. Two, deplatform, removal, silence. Three, mail-in vote vote fraud, dilute, water down constitutional rights, freedom of speech, willfully blind or willfully accepting. And again, Q's talking about everything going on with this pandemic has watered down our rights and they're attempting to continue to water down our rights come November. 4331, John Brennan, Obama's CIA director, manipulated intel on Russia interference in the 2016 election, which we all know this. Intelligence was manipulated by Brennan. Watch the news, and they link here a Zero Hedge, uh, Zero Hedge report saying Trump's keyboard warriors got the story. Get the story while the legacy media ignores hashtag Obamagate. This is something I don't have to get into. We all know what's going on. We have been on top of this story for years, thanks to Q and the Anons and all the people that are trying to get the word out, we were been on top of this, and we're still on top of this. We are the news now. 4332, the Declaration of Independence. I'm not going to read this whole entire thing. This is just an excerpt from that, talking about um, what's going on with the current situation and that we will eventually get out of this and we'll have our rights back and fully restored. Great to see. 4333, CBS, QAnon conspiracy theory growing influence on American politics. And Q wrote, when do you expand ammunition? HRC direct attack on Q. Why? 2,200 plus attacks on Q alone from mainstream articles. MSNDC articles written and pushed in the past two years. Control of narrative threat, logical thinking, information warfare. And this is a link here to a video of these two just talking heads trying to explain what Q is. I'm not going to play the video. It's brutal. It's like hearing five-year-olds trying to talk about stuff they just don't understand. And it's the same narrative and the same words, the fringe, those right, the fringe right-wing conspiracy. They all use the same language to describe this. They have no idea what Q is. And honestly, they ne- you can tell they never put any effort because if even if someone is considered what we call a normie, somebody that's never been on to Q, you can explain Q pretty much in five minutes to get the underlining um, – the underlying theme of what Q is, it's not hard. And they can clearly, these people aren't stupid. They are stupid, but it's not, this isn't hard to explain. So again, Q is talking about why such a coordinated effort to go after them. We all know why. 
4334. Italy, 96% of coronavirus fatalities had other chronic illnesses. The more you know, linked to Breitbart report. Again, pointing out how the facts that we were originally given um, and all the death tolls, really, we don't, we won't ever know the actual death toll of coronavirus because we know people that had any other chronic illness, they were not putting that as the cause of death. They were just labeling it as COVID. 4335, quarantine versus tyranny. Quarantine is when you restrict the movement of sick people. Tyranny is when you restrict the movement of healthy people. That is not the first time he was dropped that. 4336, Japan ends coronavirus emergency with 850 deaths and no lockdown, which is fantastic for them. But again, why, why is there such a stark distinction between the United States and Japan as far as how long the lockdowns are going? It says USA versus Japan reconcile critical thinking. And again, it's just about the election. Let me just um, refresh here. Let me see what these new drops are. Um, these are all new. I'm going to look at these with you right now. 4337 um, is talking about expanding on last drop, talking about USA versus Japan, uh, talking about ignorance is, a, ignorance is a choice. Again, it looks like just more facts here linking to that Japan website. I'm just going to fly through these guys just for time's sake. 4338, still talking about uh, USA versus Japan, all that good stuff, talking about CDC data, it's not correct. Okay. 4339. It's a picture here of a sign here that they hung over a highway crossways that says Cuomo killed my mom. Crazy. It says at what at what point should this be reclassified as murder? At what point is ignorance, common sense, no longer valid excuse? Evil surrounds us. And they have a link here to a Hill article talking about Michigan's hapless governor continues deadly COVID-19 nursing home policy. And she is doing the same thing. Killing old people. It's terrible. It's terrible with these policies. That's exactly what's going on. 4340, Q writes, at what point should this be reclassified as murder? At what point is ignorance common sense? Saying the same thing, linking a New York Post article talking about these nursing homes. And and wow, this is from April 23rd. A quote from Cuomo saying, nursing homes have no right to reject coronavirus patients, Cuomo says. I, I don't know if I can get into that right now. It's going to send me over the edge. Last drop here. At what point? Okay, again, Q is saying the exact same thing with a different link. At what point should this be reclassified as murder? And it's going to a link here to the Department of Health. Um, and it's from New Jersey. And it says, to nursing home, a comprehensive rehabilitation. Okay. March 9, 2020, Philip D. Murphy, governor, issued executive order, blah, 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 declaring a public health emergency in New Jersey as a result of COVID-19. In order to respond to the increase in positive cases, there is an urgent need to expand hospital capacity to be able to... Okay, so just to recap of what Q is really trying to portray here, when this whole COVID thing came down, everyone was... Because we had all the botched numbers. We were Hospitals are going to be at capacity in weeks. There's going to be no room for people. That's why they got these, these uh, Navy ships to help with that but the hospitals were never filled. We saw all the videos of them being empty. The, U, the, the, the comfort ship, I think there was maybe 80 patients on that ship the entire time they were there that was never filled to capacity. So why are you stuffing COVID patients and making an executive order to put these patients and sticking them in nursing homes and saying nursing homes because of this order have no right to turn these people down? It's, it's sick. It's sick, and it's common sense. And I have to end the show there because it, I'm, I'll, I'll just go off all day. So, 
With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. I know we covered a lot. There is still so much going on. I don't even know if the executive order on Trump has dropped yet, but it's fine. Um, I, I'll be posting all day about it. Whatever news breaks, you'll see me on Twitter and all that good stuff. So follow me on YouTube, guys. Like, share, comment. Tell your friends and family about this channel. We are the news now. Hit that like button so this video can get searched and get suggested to others and all that good stuff. Check out the store. Check out, check out the BitChute Patreon, all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Everybody out there in the podcasting world, except for Spotify. Sorry, guys. I'm going to try to work a workaround to get back on Spotify, but until then, we'll see what happens. So stay safe, guys. Keep informed. Don't spread that fake news. And as I always say, stay woke.